Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Raw Wrap-Up. I am your host, Mad Mike, and um, with me at... I know that this feels weird. I haven't done this in a while. I haven't done a show opening. Um, but yeah, we have uh Sorgatron's not here. Uh Sorgatron is actually in Cleveland. He he was there live for Raw. Uh if you saw him, I hope you chopped him. But with me is our friend in the mainstream media, Matt Carlins. How are you, sir? Undertaker! That's all. <laughs> this is extremely weird. I'm used to being in in the Sorgatron Media Studios, um, but because there was no Sorgatron in Pittsburgh, I must come to you from from my chair. So here I am. Excellent. Happy to be along for the ride, though. No man should have to talk about Monday Night Raw alone. He should always talk about it with a friend. So this is yeah. kind of like a support group, and we uh, we are speeding down that road to WrestleMania. Like uh we're almost there. Like we we just passed the last checkpoint. You know, there, there's no more rest stops. There's only you know there's two exits. That's it, Matt. Two exits. There's gonna be a show here in uh Pittsburgh tomorrow night. Oh man. Stacked out crew is gonna be here. Oh man. We'll see who shows up for work at that one. Smack Deezy for Sheezy. <laughs> John Cena has no path. John, uh, you know, John Cena has a path. He just doesn't want to acknowledge those paths. John John Cena could he could say I'm going to be Braun Strowman's partner. John Cena could say I I'm going to win the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal. John uh, Cena could say I will play you know bass for Elias when he does his live performance. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be a treat? That would be a treat. Wouldn't that just be a, a delight? <laughs> or he could be like a, a gangster in the background of Triple H's elaborate entrance. <laughs> Boy, that would be that'd be interesting. I think that'd be even funnier. Like if it's if, if it's just spot John Cena all night and he's doing random backstage tasks. All uh, right. So the consensus I got from uh, from the Twitter machine is that John Cena is being kind of a jerk. I mean, it is kind of rude to call out a random, you know, supposedly retired wrestler and demand that he come out of retirement just so that you can have a path to WrestleMania. I mean, as someone was uh, was tweeting earlier, uh, I don't see him screaming for King Kong Bundy to come out of retirement so he can have a WrestleMania match. Or I don't hear him calling out, uh, you know, the great Kali so he can have a WrestleMania match. No, he's got to call out the poor Undertaker. Um, so, you know, big, big, uh, big match, John, you know, coming off kind of a jerk in this whole thing, but perhaps that's by design. Um, well, well I mean, I, I think he's kind of doing like, I think he's doing like his own competitive thought experiment. <laughs> like, I, I think he's said, apparently, oh my God, Matt Collins. Yes. I just got a notification on my phone. 
we're apparently competing with a wrap-up live from the parking garage. <laughs> we are competing among Sorgatron media entities. This is this is truly the Woken universe. This is this is good stuff. This truly is the Woken stuff. universe. This is great. Um, but <laughs> so so Undertaker didn't show up tonight. Nope. He didn't do show you, up. Do you think he'll show up next week? Or are we getting the no show build um a la uh, Undertaker Bray Wyatt before uh, WrestleMania thirty one? A I very similar it, setup. I mean Bray was basically just the whole time just kind of like, come on, Undertaker, come on, Undertaker. I mean, and after WrestleMania 30, when he had the streak broken, there was really no, you know, really yeah. hard set kind of statement about whether or not Taker was going to come back or whether that was it. Um, so here we are, you know, yeah, all but over there, again. But there was like some sort of response, even though Taker didn't show up in person. There was a response. I, I believe he lit the rocking chair on fire. I think that was the response. Yes. Now, Here's what I want to happen. I want Michelle McCool to come back next week. And I want Cena to give her an AA. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. That's all right, all right, what I want. Because let, let, let me, if, there, if there's one thing. That actually happen in real life. Maybe if Michelle McCool <laughs> comes back and Nikki will come out and Nikki will hit the Rack Attack 2.0. On Michelle McCool, and now and we'll then set up. we have John Cena and the Bella versus, versus Undertaker and Lane. Cool, exactly. The mania is upon us. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe John Cena, maybe in a similar vein to the uh, Bray Wyatt setup, John Cena will come out next week, and as he is holding up his dish rag for all to see, a lightning bolt will come down from the ceiling and ignite <laughs> his dish rag on fire. <laughs> he will throw it to the ground, and um, oh, that that awesome. would be that, that would be fantastic. badass if they could pull it off, but probably not safe. So no, that that doesn't sound like it would be safe at all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I I think we do have some sort of answer next week because because they're they're not going to go into WrestleMania without that match being actually booked. I don't think. Well, especially if. As I believe that that match will probably be the 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 main event. I mean, I think that match is probably going to go on last in the whole show. Mm, um, I don't know. So, yeah, it'd be a good idea to have that locked in before uh, before you head into that. <laughs> now, I I have a question. This is this may be a a broader conversation, but I mean, honestly, there was a lot. I'm raw. Not a lot happened tonight. Like we're gonna get into something that, that I thought was awesome, but you know, a lot of it was kind of rehashed from last week. But um, this is a very, this is a very, uh, very much you know that they are getting close to WrestleMania when they go into like hard safe mode. Yeah, uh, with all their shows, and you just are not getting a lot of action. You're just getting yeah, a lot of, kind of yeah, like a lot of video packages, a lot of in ring segments, like, and yeah. it was fine. Like a lot of it was good, but like a lot of it was just okay. Yeah, so this is still happening, guys. Uh, but um, what version of the Undertaker do you think we're getting at WrestleMania, if we're getting him, indeed? Oh, I don't think he's going to ride out on a motorcycle. I'll say that much for sure. But um, I think he is. No, I don't think he's coming on a motorcycle. I just don't think that's 
I mean, think of all the mannerisms that Cena's using. He's doing all of, you know, Undertaker's, you know, sit-up taunts and things like that. Although, maybe the reason that's not working is because that is not compatible with the Undertaker's um, American Badass gimmick. And maybe what John Cena needs to do is kind of like rock off his own limp he, need, he needs to call a Booger Red. You call a Booger Red and, uh, you know, maybe take a uh, take a tire iron to, uh, to, his, uh, to his hog and then, um, I don't know. I mean, what, what well, can we do? I, I, it's see, just, that's why I think I, that's why I think Michelle McCool might be a play with this. Like, I think <laughs> she could come out and she and she can come out and she can be like, "John, you need to stop this." Like, I've, obviously, he doesn't give her an AA, but he goes old school Cena and cuts a rap bar and saying that, like, you know, he's not good in the sack stuff like that. Like, and then you get, "Well, well, I'm a cowboy badass." <laughs> I think you got to also consider the. Uh... The paying customers who will be at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not coming to WrestleMania to see the Undertaker ride out in his motorcycle. There's I am people out there to see. I am. I am. <laughs> I. I will die a happy man if think if about I see him as about like for for uh, for example, say someone like I were to be at WrestleMania this year for the very first time, have never been at a <laughs> WrestleMania before, and I'm like, wow, the Undertaker is actually even going to show up. I might actually get to see the Undertaker do his like twenty minute entrance at WrestleMania, but no, I get Kid Rock and a motorcycle instead. See, that mm-hmm. would be—I just don't know if that would I'm, play. I don't know if that's if, a good move. If it makes you feel better, the the entrance with the motorcycle will probably still take twenty minutes. <laughs> I have not seen the length of the ramp yet, so oh, it's I, hard I, to say. Yeah, it's 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 gonna take twenty minutes. I mean, um, yeah. Oh, it's going to be a long entrance. That's for sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know what else there is to say about this. It's, it's kind of funny whenever they're like not announcing a match, but like every week of TV is telling you that like, it's such a classic WWE thing to do. It's just a classic wrestling thing to do. This isn't happening. This isn't happening. But if they tell you it's not happening enough times, mm-hmm. you just understand this is happening. Yeah, I mean, uh, at this point, it's happening. We just don't know yeah. when it's going to be official and in what form it's going to happen. But it's happening. Yeah. Like, I'm very excited for it. Uh, uh, so, so Matt, we need to talk about something else that happened on Raw. Yes. Um, Matt, I, I have a question. Are you familiar with the cartoon Popeye? Which version? Like, uh, like the like the old school version. Like, like he eats spinach. He gets the anchor in his bicep. Like everything. Right. Okay. Uh, we had a Popeye moment tonight on Raw because someone almost literally said, "That's all I can stands. I can't stands no more." And Bailey just went off on Sasha Banks. Oh. <laughs> like, and then they just beat the crap out of each other. It was weird because it was like. Sasha threw the first punch, right? Yes. Because, like, my first instinct was like, oh, this is Sasha's heel turn. And then, like, and then they just kept fighting and fighting and fighting. And I was like, kept watching it. It's like, I don't think this is a turn. <laughs> no, like they're, this I is think status it is, quo. though. I think so. it is, though. Because Bailey actually stood up to herself, and then she's like, and then she said to Sasha, you know, the titular, you know, you can't beat me. Because that's that's what this is basically like, and I think I thought it was really good. I th- I wish we were getting a one on one match. I'll say that. 
there's a lot going on on this uh, WrestleMania card. So, yeah, at like, least they're not trying to. I'm really happy that they're not just kind of like shoveling women into these championship matches like they've done in years past. And we are apparently getting two distinct one-on-one women's championship matches at WrestleMania. That's progress, Mike. Do you know how long it's been since there's been a one-on-one women's match at WrestleMania? Well, we had one last year. Did we? Wasn't um, Alexa versus Naomi one-on-one? No, no there were like four other people in oh, that match. Oh, right. That was, that was, yeah, there were more people in that match. Okay, that's my bad. Um, Don't yeah, quote me on it, true. but I'm going to say it's been almost... I'm going to guess it's been over a decade since there's oh, been I'll, one I'll, one I'll, women's match. I don't think it's been that long. We're going to go to the videotape and we're going to check. Yeah, we'll, 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 do some, we'll do some but independent research I'm on that. I'm saying this with a pretty fair degree of confidence. So we're going to see if I'm right. Uh, then we'll find out. Um, so, um, so Brock and Roman did a thing, right? They kind of did the same thing they did last week. Except without the handcuffs. Yeah, although, all right, now I have a question. I have a question for you, Mac Rollins. Hmm. Did Paul Heyman admit that he sent out fake U.S. Marshals to handcuff Roman Reigns last week? You know, that that's, would, what, that's what it sounded like to me. That would be a helpful story detail because not only does it help explain why Roman is not in federal prison at the yep. moment, but it also makes Roman seem pretty clever that he would detect that um, since he clearly lashed out at the marshals because he's knew that they were not legit. So it, it kind of works on multiple levels. It makes Roman look smart. It makes, you know, Heyman look devious and it makes the marshals look like indie guys. Um, it makes Brock look kind of weak though. Brock hasn't even been showing up. Like how, how, what, what are you hoping for from? No, I know, but like, if if that's really the case, it kind of it kind of makes it look like that, um, that uh, and that Paul can't uh, depend on Brock. That's kind of what it seems like to me. Well, I don't know. I mean, who really needs a reason to hatch a devious plan? I mean, Brock has been battering Roman at every turn um, during this uh, buildup, so. At, at least whenever Brock shows up, he's been battering Roman. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, like, and they're still trying to get, is the sympathy thing working for you? Like, do you feel bad for Roman Reigns? No, I never feel bad for Roman Reigns. Yeah, neither do I. Like, I, I think in the moment, it can work to make, to let people feel bad for Roman Reigns, but that WrestleMania crowd ain't going to feel bad for Roman Reigns. No, and that's kind of getting back to, you know, what match should go on last and, and that thing. I have um, convinced myself that uh, they should do Brock and Roman first <laughs> in front of the, while the crowd is still all heated up, get it out of the way, have their big match and get out of the way. Uh, because that, if would, try that, that would actually be amazing. Be, that would be amazing. Yeah, because it would be a great knockout, drag them out, and the fans would be so excited by the fact that they're just getting this match now that they wouldn't have time to think about um, how they're supposed to feel about Roman. So it might work out for everyone. Um, I guess we'll see how things play out. I think that's a good idea, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, no, I could definitely see that because everything else is really, it's a stacked card. It's very stacked. 
Um, and I mean, honestly, like when you look at some of the stuff that you feel like can really get the crowd going, I mean, no one can get a crowd going like Cena. I mean, that's why you put him way the hell at the end of the show. Um, I mean, Rousey, um, Daniel Bryan, perhaps coming back to have a match. I mean, those three things alone, that those are three things. I mean, it's amazing how much, I mean, how many other matches are just kind of like just swallowing up and drowning out, you know, the Brock Roman thing. Like I, I think about, you know, even, even though Styles Nakamura hasn't been that, you know, a great, you know, well, build up to this point, but they're two faces. You know, it's still highly anticipated, you know, Charlotte and Oscar, people are going to be freaking out over that. I mean, that's, that's I, five I, or six things right there that are probably more highly anticipated than Brock and Roman at this point. So, see, the thing is, it's not that I don't anticipate the match. I think the match is going to be great. I don't anticipate the ending because we right. know what that ending is. I think the, we end, the ending oh, yeah. is. Oh, <laughs> well, we that, thought we the end. We, we thought we knew the ending three years ago too, and it didn't work out being that way. Uh, but, yeah, uh, but but there's no loophole this time. No, there's no loophole. This there's time. no loophole this time. By the way, uh, I did. I uh, I found out through my crack research team that uh, you are absolutely correct, Matt Collins. The last don't go, don't do it, don't do no, it. No, I'm the last tell you what it is because okay. I think I know. Okay, I think it was Mania 23. Oh and wow! I think it was Molina versus. Ooh. Oh, oh, you're right. You're geez. right there. You're right there. Uh, who did she beat up? Oh my god, it was somebody terrible. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, oh, couldn't have been. Not Kelly. Kelly. Nope. Uh, no. I will say it was a lumberjill match. I know. I could see them all, and that's why it's so hard for me to focus in on who was actually the opponent. Um, all right, I, I will give I, you. A, I will give you a two-word hint. Is it a diva search winner? Be yourself. It doesn't help me. Uh, no, no, it was actually Masaro. Yes, it was. Yes, that was the title of her song. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thanks for yes. that in my yeah. brain. Molina versus Ashley Masaro was the last one-on-one match for a women's championship at at a WrestleMania. So it's yeah, been over a decade. Yeah, I I think Charlotte and Oscar might close the show. I'm, it's hard I'm, to I'm do legit, that when I'm you've legit. got Ronda Rousey on your card, too. I mean, that's but tough to do. here's the thing. It's title versus streak. Yeah, I know. It's title versus streak. Like, And I <laughs> I think the Road Warriors are not winning tomorrow night on Mixed Match Challenge. Yeah. So this will, this will truly be the first time they've ever been in the ring up, across from each other. I, I don't think... I, I I'm all for that happening someday. I don't think. I think when it happens, it has to be earned, for lack of a better term. Not that this match doesn't can't get to that point, but when you look at the other stuff that's on the card, and kind of just kind of how we've gotten to this point for the Charlotte Oscar match, it doesn't feel. WrestleMania main event to me. Um, I, the only reason now, if you for fast the forward first a year from the, now and you tell me we're going to get, but if you fast forward a year from now and you tell me we're going to get undefeated Oscar versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, then I'm 
starting to get interested in. I, I don't maybe want that. saying that is the main event. I don't want that at all. Why don't you want that? At- I don't want Asuka to be undefeated for that long. Oh, well, it's been nice this long. I don't see any reason to stop now. Yes, but that's because there hasn't been a title involved. Right. Well, there was a title involved in NXT. She was undefeated for like 235 days at that time. Yes, Matt. How many title defenses did she have in NXT? How many times was she on that show? I don't have that information. If, she, if, she, if she's on SmackDown, she's on that show every week. Yeah, I know. That that That's where it becomes problematic for me. That's where it becomes problematic for me. But anyway, that's a discussion for another time. Um, Matt, was there anything else on Raw that struck your fancy, sir? Um, the Carl Anderson's boots. Quite <laughs> hot. Okay. Um, uh, I right. was just—I I don't know what it is. Things about I, things that happen when you watch too much wrestling. You just watch and watch and watch, and nothing registers. And then one day. Carl Anderson's wearing white boots, and you're like, hot damn, look at Carl Anderson's boots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, I will say this the, the Miz TV segment, they got me. They got me too. They got me because here I am. And because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a booker, I'm like, oh my God, please let this be the reveal that the Miz is bringing in the Authors of Pain as his new Miz <laughs> <laughs> Because if there's anything the Authors of Pain need, it's a talker. And God, imagine Miz being flanked by those two guys. That would be amazing. But alas, we still have the Mister Rush. It was good though; they got me. Yeah, that was pretty good stuff. Yeah, um, I thought. Um, I mean, just other people who just stood out to me over the past couple of weeks, like Mickey James, has been really good the last couple of weeks. Um, besides, you know, kicking people on the outside of the ring in her high heels, uh, she's actually doing you know good matches with Nia. Uh, Braun's still doing his thing. Mm-hmm. She's it's going getting, to hardcore country. I like it. Yeah, Braun's doing his thing. It's getting very intriguing. I don't think we're going to get the reveal in the tag partner until Mania, so it better be good. Ooh, uh, really you see, I I don't think. There's no way they're going to have two big surprises like that for Mania. There's no way. Like, I think next week we see a handicap match, and that's where Braun loses and gets saved by his partner. And who would that partner be? Uh, Wait, what's the other What? Taker. If Taker's going to show up or not. Uh, Well, they're discussing, like, as far as Mania itself. Yeah, well, we don't even know what's happening on SmackDown yet, too. I mean, as of right now, Kevin Seen and El Generico aren't booked, so... Yeah, I know. They might have one last match to worry about on the SmackDown side, the way things are going right now. Yeah, uh, have you seen their Twitters? Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Seen and El Generico. Hey, uh, maybe we can get them to show up at the Impact vs. Lucha show. I tell you what, El Generico would fit right in. So uh, yeah, he would. He would. And they could uh, probably figure out something to do with Steen too. You know, those guys oh, yeah. are pretty clever. Absolutely. Look at like see Steen versus Walmart. That'd be great. Yeah, I think I think that'd be all right. Um, no, I mean, I think, I, I, yeah, I, I really feel like they're going to hold off the Braun thing until Mania. Even if he does lose a, a handicap match, um, somebody's got to come back. And I mean, Elias. I don't know. It doesn't feel like they're going in that direction. I mean, he hasn't really talked about it. Did he talk about it tonight during his little 
He's, uh, not really. He said he was yeah. going to put on a performance for WrestleMania. Yeah, he's got to do a he's got to do a show. Uh, yeah, he, might, he might just do the, the mid mania talk segment where he gets interrupted by legends. Hey, you're not getting Flo Rida this year. Instead, Elias will be performing the mid the mid uh, WrestleMania concert. I'm honestly okay with that. I like to see Flo Rida and Elias together in concert. That'd be pretty sweet. I'd like <laughs> to see them mash it up. Um, yeah, so I think we're going to find out at Mania who Braun's partner is. It better be good. Yeah. It might be Joe. I'm feeling like it's going to be Joe. I mean, they have some history. I feel what like that it, might be the way. What if it's a rebooted Bray Wyatt? That, that would be weird. <laughs> like, like Bray Wyatt waters out with no memories. He just sees the guy that has a beard like him. Like, hey, man. Do you do you think we'll see Bray before Mania? No. No, 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 no. Raw after Mania? Or if they... Because they said there's a shake-up coming. If the shake-up happens right after Mania, we can see him smack out. Yes, I, I can't wait for the, the graphic during the Superstar shake-up of... SmackDown has received the vessel of the uh, <laughs> power of terrestrial entities. and uh, But just the vessel. I do appreciate how uh, Matt Hardy um, referenced Andre the Giant. Yeah, that's good stuff. The, the, the largest thing, number eight or something like that? Like that was yeah. That's great. Yeah, Alright, uh, so Matt, how much of Raw was watchable for you? Uh, you know, I mean, despite all the other uh, junk, you know, I, I, I hey, I made it to the end, which is more than I could say on most work nights. So uh, I actually watched the entire show and did not fall asleep one time. So uh, I got to give him credit for that. So, um, yeah, I'll give it up two hours or so. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll go 215. I go 215. It was good. Wow. It was good effort. Yeah. It's pretty generous. And it is generous, but you know what? It um, it helped me. It was good. Everyone on the show felt like that. It felt very much like they were going toward uh, everything was you know directed straight toward mania. That felt very focused. Um, and even the um, the would be uh, throwaway segment, you know, the tag match with the uh, the club and the Miz had Carl Anderson's boots. So that was a redeeming quality right there. And it was built off the segment that is leading to WrestleMania, which is good. Right. All right, uh, yeah, I'm building up that Andre the Giant met Battle Royal. Absolutely, the Dre. It'll win. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, an hour forty. Say an hour forty. Because um, I, I thought it was cool to see Ronda Rousey interact with some people who weren't uh, McMahon's. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, I know. I and you know what else was kind of crazy too is that like um, she and Kurt Angle suddenly had this like Kamala Kimchi Umaga. Alejandro Estrada thing going on where Kurt Angle is the only one who can control Ronda Rousey. And she will like literally rip Mandy Rose's arm out of her socket unless Kurt goes up to her with the urn or whatever he's got. And he's like, no, Ronda, no, no, don't do it, Ronda. Oh, yeah, okay, 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 okay. She's just an out-of-control maniac whenever she gets I, in, in that mode. I, I need Ronda to change her eye makeup, though. I mean, if there's, it's, 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 it seems it's to be the only thing anyone wants to talk about anytime she's on TV. Is it's distracting. It, it looks like she didn't get any sleep. Yeah, Shayna Baszler gets a free pass. So weird, right? So Well, anyway. Shayna Baszler also is a little bit more accomplished in the ring. Oh, in the professional wrestling ring? Yeah, in the professional, in the, in the, in the 20 by 20, four, four sides. Yeah, in that kind of ring. 
This is a tall hill to climb for Rhonda, so good luck to her. She gets through this, and I'm sure things will be just fine on the other end. But um, you know what? It's going to be a very, very tightly structured match. H is going to be in there. You know, H H is going to have things under control. It's going to be – everything's going to be very tight. Um, But for now, you know, you got Rhonda interacting with, like, the Dana Brooks and the Sonya Deville's of the world, and it's going to get a little – a little messy, but hey, Paige was good tonight. How about Paige tonight? She did a great yeah. job. Yeah, she like, kind of lifted that whole state segment out of like it was kind of in a little, you know. Paige to. came out and brought that whole thing to life, you know. She I'm really like, just did. put her with Rhonda. That'll work. So, yeah, it's it's almost like Rhonda could turn over a new page. Yeah, hey, every time Paige says, "Don't forget the Paige drinking game." Every time Paige says, "Baby girl," now. You have oh, to take God, it. Oh, God, so many times. I loved it. So <laughs> many times. He's working that in. It's good. Oh, oh there. Baby girl. So, oh, jeepers. All right. Pardon my awful accent. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even close to her accent. Yeah, yeah, what can I do? All right. Uh, well, I believe we are not doing a show tomorrow night because everyone's going to be at SmackDown, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, We'll be back at some point. I'm sure there'll probably be a raw wrap up next week for the go home for WrestleMania. Uh, but until then, for mainstream Matt, I'm Matt Mike, and apparently Sork's still doing the other show in the parking lot. So you can also go there and keep it. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.